Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. Yes, this is back. <laughs> Family. And let me tell you about my day real quick. I'ma bring the word, but let me tell you about my day. I got a massage on my feet today during this pedicure. And that just confirmed more that God is good. Because when I tell you his spirit will go before you and pave the way in Jesus name. I ain't never. And yes, I said I ain't never get no massage like that. He pulled out this machine family. I didn't even know what it was. But he began to massage my calf. When I tell you the favor of the Lord was upon your sister day, it had from the tip of my toes to the top of my thighs in full vibration sensation. God is good for him to get the glory. Okay, family. (laughs) I just got to tell everybody about it. Okay. But today, fam, we going to talk about not handing over your birthright. That's what the Lord spoke to me, and that's what I'm going to come say to you. Don't you give up your birthright in the name of Jesus. Yes, it, it, listen, we're going we gonna to get into this word. We're going to get into this word. So let's go to Genesis. Hold on. Chapter 25, verse... Starting at verse 19. This is the account of the family of Isaac, the son of Abraham. When Isaac was 40 years old, he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Armenian from Padadarama, the sister of Laban, the Armenian. Isaac pleaded with the Lord on on behalf of his wife because she was unable to have children. Hallelujah. Isaac is a man of God. He said he, it says he pleaded with the Lord on behalf of his wife. That husband goes right there. Will you plead to the Lord on my behalf? Mm, mm, mm. Let's keep going. The Lord answered Isaac's prayer and Rebecca became pregnant with twins. But the two children struggled with each other in her womb. So she went to ask the Lord about it. Why is this happening to me? She asked. And the Lord told her the sons in your womb will become two nations. From the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. One nation will be stronger than the other. And your older son will serve your younger son. And when the time came to give birth, Rebecca discovered that she indeed have twins. See, because his word not going to come back void. The first one was very red at birth, covered with thick hair like a fur coat. So they named him Esau. Then the other twin was born with his hands grasping Esau's heel. So they named him Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when the twins were born. As the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter. He was an outdoorsman, but Jacob had a quiet temperament, preferring to stay at home. Isaac loved Esau because he enjoyed eating the wild game. Esau brought home, but Rebekah loved Jacob. 
One day when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau arrived home from the wilderness, exhausted and hungry. Esau said to Jacob, I'm starved. Give me some of that red stew. This is how Esau got his other name, Edom, which means red. All right, Jacob replied, but trade me your rights as the firstborn son. Look, I'm dying of starvation, said Esau. What good is my birthright to me now? Mm. But Jacob said, first you must swear that your birthright is mine. So Esau swore an oath, thereby selling all his rights as the firstborn to his brother Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau with some bread and lentil stew. Esau ate the meal, then got up and left. He showed contempt for his rights as the firstborn family. I'm here to tell you, don't you allow no one in this world. Don't you allow any, any enemy or demonic spirit, demonic soul tie. Have you selling your birthright? Hallelujah. Don't let that enemy trick you because listen, what's that, that Bible verse that says that, that he had, that David has never seen the righteous forsaken. Hold on. We're going to get, we're going to find it. Hold on real quick, family. Hold on. All right, let's go to Psalms 37, starting at verse 25. We're going to come back to what we at Genesis 25. We're going to come back to that. Um, okay, hold on. And that says, once I was young and now I'm old, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. The godly always give generous loans to others and their children are a blessing. Turn for evil and do good and you will live in the land forever. For the Lord loves justice and he will never abandon the godly. He will keep them safe forever, but the children of the wicked will die. The godly will possess the land and will live there forever. The godly offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. They have made God's law their own, so they will never slip from his path. The wicked wait in ambush for the godly looking for an excuse to kill them, but the Lord will not let the wicked succeed or let the godly godly be condemned when they are put on trial. Put your hope in the Lord. Travel steadily along his path. He will honor you by giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. I have seen wicked and ruthless people flourishing like the trees in his native soil, soil. But when I looked again, they were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. Look at those who are honest and good. For a wonderful future awaits those who love peace. But the rebellious will be destroyed. They will have no future. The Lord rescues the godly. He is their fortress in time of trouble. The Lord helps them rescue. Helps them rescuing them from the wicked. He saves them and finds 
and they find shelter in him. Hallelujah. So don't you dare give up your birthright because right now you feel a little hungry just because the world offers you a faster fix. Don't you sell your birthright. What is it worth gaining the whole world if you lose your soul? Family, I'm going to always remind you because yes, just like when the, when the enemy had Jesus in the wilderness, he offered Jesus everything, but Jesus knew the authority that he carried. Hallelujah. He said, nah, that's not what I'm about to do. Listen, Jesus ain't say that. I ain't taking her ad into the word, but I'm just, I'm speaking in terms that we understand. Okay. Look, we can go to it. Let's go to Jesus in the wilderness. Hold on. Hold up, man. Y'all gonna hear me typing. All right, let's um, go to Matthew 4, starting at verse 1. Hallelujah, because I need y'all to get this. We, this is the bread and butter of it all. Okay. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread but jesus told him no the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of god who glory be to god because who all right let's keep going because you cannot live by bread alone you live by every word that comes from the lord your god's mouth in the name of jesus then the devil took him to the holy city jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said if you are the son of god jump off for the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up in their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone see how the enemy are trying to use the word against you hallelujah but you gotta stand firm with your feet planted and you gotta be like your creator hallelujah and listen to what jesus said Jesus responded, the scriptures also say, you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. You see how it says that he, listen, it says that he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. For the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and the angels came and took care of Jesus. Hallelujah. And family, that's how you got to be. He could, the, the enemy could try to offer you the whole world, but you got to know that you have never heard about the righteous forsaken or they seize begging for bread in the name of Jesus. You got to know, even though you might, your stomach might be growling that God got me. You got to know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Don't you give up on God. Don't you give up on him in the name of Jesus. Because he's not going to give up on you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying each person under the sound of my voice, 
even when the enemy comes and he tries to kick them down and make them feel like they're not worthy, Lord. I pray that you give them abundance of strength, Lord. I'm speaking an abundance of strength, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I bind up any lying enemy, any lying tongue that will try to come up against this in the name of Jesus. And I sever them at the root because your children's birthright is you. Your children's birthright is peace. Your children's birthright is an abundant life in the name of Jesus. And I pray that none of my brothers and sisters sell themselves short. Hallelujah. Because it's not worth it in this world. We can see this world in all its glory. Hallelujah. The lowercase g glory. But we know that we hold the glory of God. And that's all capital Lord in the name of Jesus. And just let I just want my brothers and sisters to know Father. I want them to know. Just hold on. Hallelujah. Though they suffer a little bit. At the right time father you will come and lift them up in honor and i need them to know that father in the name of jesus hallelujah yes family because i will break out in warfare over you in the name of jesus yes i will you i will break out in some warfare hallelujah because i walk in the authority of christ and i ain't gonna let the enemy stop on one of my brothers and sisters in the name of jesus i'm gonna go to the root i'm gonna go to the spiritual realm we could talk about the enemy being crazy later but your sis gonna go to the spiritual realm first hallelujah and we're gonna knock them demons down in the name of jesus we suffering and crushing them by the power of god that's what we gonna do and then after we get done with these demons then we can talk about how crazy he thought because the devil thought he would he thought he would but your sis over here she ride or die I listen she ride or die we going to the spiritual realm period that's where we going first because we can't wage war like these worldly people wage war. We got to go to the spirit, okay? We going to that spirit in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory be to God. Mm. So let's, <laughs> let's go back because family, listen, I, I listen, I'm feeling the warfare today because I feel like it's somebody on here and the enemy keep on attacking you. Hallelujah. And I'm severing that enemy at his neck in the name of Jesus. I call you out by the power of God. Just receive the word. Receive it. Hallelujah. Believe that the Lord hears you. Hallelujah. Believe it. Believe that you got the authority to crush or crush fierce lions and cobras under your feet hallelujah believe that god will send his angels to lift you up and you won't even hurt your foot on a stone believe that believe it in the name of jesus get up and walk in your authority today walk in your authority today Ooh, glory be to God. Glory be to God, family. I'm on some duck if you butt stuff today, okay? Because ain't I'm not leaving none of my brothers and sisters behind. We getting your birthright. We going in the enemy's camp and we going to take back everything he stole from you. Period. That's what we doing. We going and we severing necks. We squashing heads because that's the authority we got. And I need you to get up. I need you to dust your feet off and I need you to have your feet planted in the name of Jesus and know who got the authority. Hallelujah. You something coming up against you. Let me tell you something. The enemy dead. He's dead. You have life. What can death do to something that has life? 
All he can do is try to kill you with a lie. That's what he tries to do. He tries to kill you with a lie. That's why you had your your feet planted in the truth. You have to know the truth. And that's it. Period. That's on Jesus. That's what you got to know. That's what's on Jesus. You just have to know the truth. You have to know it. All right. So... (laughs) Let's go back because it was something else in Psalms 37 that I wanted to, uh, whew, I guess this got knuck if you buck. Huh. I had to get knuck if you buck real quick. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Hold on. Mm, this is a word. Let's just start at the top. Okay. I know I've read this, but let's start at the top. Okay. Don't worry about the wicked. Or envy those who do wrong. Hallelujah. Don't envy these sinners out in the world. Stop looking at these people and seeing what they got. Because listen, that's all they getting in the name of Jesus. They live in their best dead life. They live in their best death. Stop sitting there. You have eternal life. Hallelujah. Stop looking at people that you know is dead spiritually. You know they spiritually dead and you sitting back watching. You just sitting back watching. Stop doing that. Stop comparing yourself. Don't envy those who do wicked. Don't envy those who do wrong. For the for like the grass, they will soon fade away. Like spring's flowers, they soon wither. Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Hallelujah. That's a promise. And I'm decreeing and I'm declaring that today over you. Trust in the Lord. I'm praying that your trust in the Lord comes to a full blossom. Hallelujah. And I pray that you will do good in many works. In the name of Jesus, then you will live safely in the land and prosper. And I'm prophesying over that to you today. Receive it in the name of Jesus that you will live safely in the land and prosper. You will live safely in that land that the Lord has given you and prosper. But you got to not give up your birthright. Don't give up your birthright. Take the light in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is not dangling over your head. Like we talked about yesterday. He just needs you to be in the right position. He has to prune and purify you. Listen, we about to go to Isaiah 27 in a second because I'm about to tell you because the Lord has already said it. I'm just here to let you know that the Lord is getting ready to move in your life just choose to believe it you know what happens when you believe something you believe it as it's the truth you come into agreement with it you agree that that's the truth that's how you believe hallelujah commit everything you do to the lord commit everything don't be like um cain cain only gave him a little bit of of the prop of the prop the crops. He didn't give the Lord the best. Commit everything that you do to the Lord. That's why Abel was so pleasing to the Lord because Abel would give the Lord the best of his crops. You commit everything to the Lord starting with the best. Hallelujah. Start with your best. Give the Lord your best. Hallelujah. Because he knows what your best is in the name of Jesus. Trust him and he will help you. He will make your innocent 
radiate like the dawn and the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Mm, He is so good. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Hallelujah. The Lord is telling somebody. Hallelujah. And you know he's talking to you. You know he's talking to you. He says, stop being angry and turn from your rage. Hallelujah. You see, he used the exclamation points. He's saying that with power in the name of Jesus. Don't lose your temper. It only leads to harm. Oh, glory be to God for the wicked will be destroyed. But those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. You have to trust them to possess the land. God is going to tell you something and it's going to sound impossible. God is going to make some promises to you and they're going to seem like they're far to be reached. Hallelujah. But you got to trust in them. You have to trust that you can possess the land. Hallelujah. Because the Lord's thoughts are so above your thoughts and his ways are so above your ways that it's going to sound like something and you're going to be like "Mm -mm, that wasn't the Lord that said it but take it back to God and ask him ask him to confirm it in the name of Jesus and then possess the land trust him so you can possess the land he's promised you hallelujah if you want a promotion you gotta trust him if you want to start a business you gotta trust him if you want a financial break breakthrough you gotta trust them and when you trust them you shall possess the land hallelujah and the word says that you can't even think or imagine everything he got planned for you hallelujah you have to believe this family soon the wicked will disappear though you look for them they will be gone the low the lowly will possess the land and will live in peace and prosperity the wicked plot against the godly they snarl at them in the in defiance but the lord just laughs oh <laughs> but the lord just laughs for he sees their day of judgment coming oh glory be to god that's why you can't sit here you can't dwell on what people have done to you because the Lord just laughs because he says, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Hallelujah. And the Lord just sits there because he said, oh, you want to touch my anointed, huh? You wanted to do my prophet some harm, huh? But your day of judgment is coming. Hallelujah. That's why you have to trust it. When the Lord says vengeance is mine. Hallelujah. You got to believe when he says vengeance is mine who because he up there laughing at the wicked oh because we have we serve a god that sees all and knows all you can't keep nothing from god you can't keep nothing from god the wicked draw their swords and their strings and string their bows to kill the poor and the oppressed to slaughter those who do right but their swords will stab their their own hearts and their bows will be broken it is better to be godly and to have little than to be evil 
and rich. Hallelujah. That's why you can't envy people who do evil because it's better for you to be godly, right? And have a little. It's better than that to have the evil and have much. Hallelujah. To have evil and be rich. It ain't worth it. Hallelujah. Because we always, we be saying it, family, you can gain the whole world, but what is it if you lose your soul? Ask yourself that. I can gain the whole world. I can have everything I want, but what is it if I lose my soul? When I take my last breath and my soul is an eternal damnation, hallelujah, is it worth it? Is these material things worth it in the name of Jesus? Is having many followers worth it? Hallelujah. Is it living in sin with somebody? Is it worth it? Hallelujah. Is it worth it? Ask yourself that. For the strength of the wicked will be shattered, but the Lord takes care of the godly. Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent, and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. Hallelujah. He said, even in a famine, you shall have more than enough. Hallelujah. Just trust them because, you know, in our worldly eyes, we like, Lord, it's a famine. Ain't nothing growing. How can we have more than enough? And it ain't even nothing there. But that's when you got to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understandings. And then you shall possess the land then you shall have the promise of God but you gotta trust them hallelujah how can you know you can have more than enough until the famine comes hallelujah that's where the trust kicks in because Lord though I see the famine your word father your word not my word but your word says that I shall have more than enough hallelujah take him up on his word today hallelujah but the wicked will die the Lord's enemies are like flowers in a field they will disappear like smoke the wicked borrow and never repay but the godly are generous givers see this is the part we got to those the lord blesses will possess the land but those he curses will die the lord directs the steps of the godly he delights in every detail of their lives hallelujah you serve a god right the god that you serve hallelujah and yes you serve him because your serve starts at your faith hallelujah so the god that you serve right he delights in Every detail of your life, every detail, every little piece, everything God, oh, he delights in it. Hallelujah. He enjoys it. He cares about it. Even when you sleep, the Lord cares about you. Hallelujah. Something so meaningless. He cares. Meaningless to you, but he delights in everything. Oh, God, you are so worthy of all the praise, Lord. You are so worthy of all the praise because you care about us. In every detail of our life, you care. Mm, he is so good. Don't they? Ooh, he is so good, family. He is so good. Let me calm down real quick because he is so good. Well, I ain't going to calm down like that, but I'm just saying so I don't start stirring over my words. He is just so good because, like, what he is the creator of everything and he cares about our lives 
our lives are like, what do they say? Like the dew, like the fog is here one minute and it's gone the next. But he cares so much about us. He shed his blood for us. Oh, that is so good. That's why you don't believe the lies of the enemy. Because he don't want you to see how good God is. But think about it, family. He hung on that cross. He was tortured that whole night. And then he he carried his cross. And he got hung to that cross. Hallelujah. And he did that to give you life. He did that to give you life. That is so good. That is so mighty. That is worth praise. He is God. Yet he humbled himself. He died a prisoner's death for us. He didn't even do nothing. He was sinless. He was a spotless lamb that was slaughtered for us. Let's let's just go back to where, where, where. Though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord holds them by their hand. By the hand. This is the part we started. Once I was young. And now I am old. Yes, I get I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. Never has he seen that. You have to you have to store the Lord's commands in your heart. You have to know it in your heart. Never has he seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, the Lord never left you. Just think about a time that the Lord has kept you. You could have been dead in your sins, but he kept you. Just think of one time. Think of one time where he didn't abandon you. Hallelujah. And then give him some praise. Give him some praise because he's worthy. Hallelujah. Give him some praise because he's worthy of it. Hallelujah. Because he could have let you die in your sins that time. But he chose not. He didn't see that fit for you. He is so mighty. So let's go back to Genesis 25. And then, let's just see. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and lentil stew. Esau ate the meal, then got up and left. He showed contempt for his rights as the firstborn. You see the remorse that Esau felt? He felt remorse. Let's look up the the, uh, definition of contempt. Because family say it together. It's power in that definition. We already know. We know. The feeling that a person or thing is beneath consideration, worthless, or deserving scorn. Disregarding for something that should be taken into account. The offense of being disobedient to a disrespect or disrespectful of a court law and its officers. So you see how... He... As we go into more into the story, we're going to see how, because we're probably not, we're not going to read the whole like story. Well, yes, we are probably family. Listen, I just be going in the spirit. I'll be flowing in the spirit family. But if you go over to the next page, 
And then, like, the next page, if you go over the word, you will see how Jacob steal Esau's blessing. And how Esau was mad. Esau was very mad. Because he... Okay, let's just go to the bottom. Because, you know, I ain't going to leave y'all on a cliffhanger. Let's, um... What Hold on. I'm trying to find it. Okay, so we see that Isaac starts um, blessing who he think is Esau, but it's really Jacob. Then we see Esau came. He prepared um, all like the meal. And then, but Isaac asked, then we're going to go to verse 32. It says, but Isaac asked him, who are you? Esau replied, it's your son, your firstborn son, Esau. Isaac began to tremble uncontrollably and said, then who just served me wild game? I have already eaten and blessed him just before you came. And yes, that blessing must stand. When Esau heard his father's words, he let out a loud, bitter cry. Oh, my father, what about me? Bless me too, he begged. But Isaac said, your brother was here and he tricked me. He has taken away your blessing. Esau exclaimed, no wonder his name Excuse me, family, it's Jacob. For now he has cheated me twice. First he took my rights as the firstborn, and now he has stolen my blessings. Oh, haven't you saved even one blessing for me? Isaac said to Esau, I have made Jacob your master and have declared that all his brothers will be his servants. I have guaranteed him an abundance of grain and wine. What is left for me to give you, my son? Esau pleaded, but do you have only one blessing? Oh, my father, bless me too. Then Esau broke down and wept. Finally, his father Isaac said to him, "You will live away from the rich. You will live away from the richness of the earth and away from the dew of the heaven above. You will live by your sword and you will serve your brother. But when you decide to break free, you will shake his yoke from your neck." Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So you see how Esau was get out here getting treated cheated in these streets. Like Jacob straight up stole Esau's blessings, and those was it was Esau's birthright. Like if you read up at the top, Jacob mimicked Esau. He had to make his skin seem like hairy and stuff in order for his father to believe that it was him because Isaac his sight was going. So he didn't know. He went off of how he how he felt. So. He, he was able to deceive his father and that's the way that the enemy tries to slither in with lies about you that's still your birthright he tries to, to tempt you with things he tries to show you things that are, that entice you so that he could take it to your father and be like but they're not worthy of the blessings they're sinners look they're in sin and that's why you have to choose a life family we have to choose a life okay in the name of Jesus, family, hold on real quick. Okay, family, let's go to Luke 12, starting at verse 32. 
So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your father great happiness to give you the kingdom. Hallelujah. And that is your birthright. Your birthright is the kingdom. It's the kingdom of God. Do you understand that the kingdom of God is your birthright? Just fathom that for a second. Say that to yourself out loud. The kingdom of God is my birthright. Oh, like family, it blows my mind. (laughs) It blows my mind. You'll never get to a point where it doesn't blow your mind anymore. It's just like, we, 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 we have to subdue sin because our life, the kingdom of God is life. Do you get that? It's life. And we have to become sin's master. Sin has to listen to us in the name of Jesus. Matter of fact, let's go to Genesis real quick. Back to Genesis. We went over this before, but listen, we're going over it again. And it says. Let's go to Genesis chapter four, verse six. Why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. Family, the Lord is calling for you to subdue sin and be its master. Hallelujah. We're going to look at the definition of subdue. Has his power in that definition right there. Subdue is overcome, quitten, or bring under control. And it has in parentheses, a feeling or a person. Hallelujah. Bring under control by force. Hallelujah. It says bring a country or people under control by force. Hallelujah. You have to go into that spiritual realm and you have to take what's yours by force. You can't be like, oh, Al, the devil's bothering me. It hurts. No, you go into that realm and you take it by force. Enemy in the name of Jesus, I'm severing you at your neck and I'm taking back my peace. Hallelujah. I'm going in the camp and I'm snatching back all that's mine. That's how you got to be, family. You got to be like that when you go into the spiritual realm. You can't be going in there all timid. You got to go up in there like, like, listen, pull up on him. He try to pull up on you and you pull up on him. Okay. You got to think like your words. Your words, right? You have the power of life and death in your tongue. Your words is the Uzi, okay? And yes, I said Uzi. Though your words is the Uzi, and you gotta let off rounds in the enemy's camp. You can't just be sitting there and letting him beat you down with words. Because when you're thinking, aren't you just getting beat down with words? You gotta go back and get yours by force. Hallelujah. 
Look, hit your sis up at withinherbeauty at gmail.com. And we could go and we could go in the enemy camp together and get what's yours back by force in the name of Jesus. Because we are to be his master by the power of God. You are not beneath. You are above. You are the head and you are not the tail. Okay, so when we go into that camp, we go into the camp and we the head. Period. It says that they a demons trained. Hallelujah. They was trembling when Jesus would pull up and that spirit lives in us. So when we pull up on these demons, they should be trembling. Hallelujah. They should be fleeing in the name of Jesus. Think about when you turn the light on, right? When you turn the light on, the darkness disappear. And that's how it is when you walk into the enemy camp. All of them should be scattering, running back and forth. Have you ever see cartoons or something when they all be running each and every way, running into each other, tripping and falling? That's how them demons going to be when we pull up in the name of Jesus because we got the authority. We crushing every skull. We stomping them. We beating them down in the name of Jesus. Okay? Okay, period. That's how it has to be. People in these worlds, right? We be so worldly stuck on, on stuff, like gangs and stuff. But let me tell you something. The enemy's camp is a gang. They a gang, and we a gang. And we, we, the, we the head gang. We the real gangsters out in these streets. But we don't act like it. We don't. We act so, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You going to pick up your mat and walk in Jesus' name. And we going into the camp. Who did something? You got to think about when you was younger and somebody messed with your brother, sister, cousin, whoever, your friend. And you like, get up, we going. That's how it got to be in the enemy camp. Get up. That's touching the green. We going in the camp. That's how it got to be in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Okay? Do you see when Jesus pulled up, Jesus would be like, Spirit that's that's making that child mute. Get up out of them in Jesus' name. Now I ain't saying that. I don't. I mean, I think it was somebody that. It, he, 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 that might not have been exact words he used, family. You get what I'm saying? But when Jesus pulled up on them demons, they had no choice but to flee. They will be screaming when they see Jesus, and that's the power that lives in you. Okay. <coughs> in Jesus' name. Let's go to Isaiah 27. And it says, in that day, the Lord will take his terrible swift sword and punish Leviathan, the swiftly moving serpent, the coiling, withering serpent. He will kill the dragon of the sea. Hallelujah. This is a word. Family, this is a word because the Lord is doing it. Hallelujah. He's doing it. He's severing that Leviathan in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. At the root by the power of God. And when the Lord severs something, it ain't coming back up. It ain't blossoming no more. It's it's done. Period. But you gotta believe it. In that day, think about the fruitful vineyard. I, the Lord, will watch over it. Oh, this is a promise. He said, I, the Lord, will watch over it, watering it carefully. Day and night, I will watch so no one can harm it. My anger will be gone if I find briars and thorns growing. I will attack them. I will burn them up unless they turn to me for help. Let them, let them make peace with me yes let them make peace with me the time is coming when jacob's descendants will take root israel will blood and bud and blossom and fill the whole earth with fruits hallelujah is the time his children is being fruitful hallelujah it's 
time has the Lord struck Israel as he has struck their her enemies? Has he punished her as he has punished them? No, but he exiled Israel to call her to account. She was exiled from her land as though blown away in a storm from the east. The Lord did this to purge Israel's wickedness. Hallelujah. Because listen, that's that pit moment when you sitting in that pit. Hallelujah. And you just sitting there. You're like, I don't even know how I got here. I don't even know. I don't even understand how I got this low. I'm at the bottom where I have no other. There's no more bottom than this. There's no other bottom besides this. How did I get here? It's that moment. That's that exile moment. But it's when the Lord purges you from your wickedness. Hallelujah. When you sit in that pit and you start realizing the ugly truth about yourself. Hallelujah. That's when you can be able to get set free. Because when you're in the pit, you can't get mad at nobody else but yourself. You be in that pit shadow boxing yourself. Because that's how the, that's how low the Lord will let you go. He'll let you go to the bottom. You in there shadow boxing, okay? What's isn't that that was um like Ice Cube I think in uh what's that Boys in the Hood was the Boys in the Hood who was shadow is it the Boys in the Hood in Menace Society but I think it was Boys in the Hood but he was shadow boxing that's who that's us I don't even know if that was Ice Cube though y'all y'all get the point y'all know who somebody was shadow boxing that be I know that was me in the pit because I was definitely in my house shadow boxing because I didn't understand why I how I got this low this fast <laughs> that's the truth. As, as blown away in the storm from the east, the Lord did this, to, did this to purge Israel's wickedness, to take away all her sin. As a result, all the pagan altars will be crushed to dust. No Asherah pole or pagan shrine will be left standing. The fortified towns will be silent and empty. The houses abandoned, the streets overgrown with weeds. Calves will graze there, chewing on twigs and branches. The people are like the dead branches of the tree broken off and used for kindling beneath the cooking pots. Israel is a foolish and stupid nation for his people have turned away from God. Therefore, the one who made them will show them no pity or mercy. Yet the time will come when the Lord will gather them together like handpicked grain. One by one, he will gather them from the Euphrates river and the east to the brook of the Egypt of Egypt in the west. In that day, the great trumpet will sound. Many who were dying in exile in Assyria and Egypt will return to Jerusalem to worship the Lord on his holy mountain. Hallelujah, family. I'm here to tell you the time is coming where we all will worship the Lord on the holy mountain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's time, family. It's time for it. The Lord only lets his children go into exile to purge them from their wickedness. And you got to believe this family in the name of Jesus. You have to know that even though I feel like this is bad, God is going to use it for my good. Even though I'm sitting in this pit, I'm sitting in this jail. I know the Lord is going to use this for my good. Yes, my brothers tried to sell me into slavery. Yes, I was put in jail. Yes, I was lied on. But I know the Lord's going to turn around and use this for my good. I know I'm going from the pit to the palace in the name of Jesus. That's the attitude you got to have by the power of God. You got to have that attitude, family. Let's go to Isaiah 18. 
listen Ethiopia land of fluttering sails that lies at the heavy headwaters of the Nile that send ambassadors in swift boats down the river go swift messenger take a message to a tall smooth skinned people who are feared far and wide for their con their conquest and destruction and whose land is divided by rivers all you people of the world everyone who lives on the earth when i raise my battle flag on the mountain look when i blow the ram's horn listen for the lord has told me this i will watch quietly from my dwelling place as quietly as the heat rises on a summer day or as the morning dew forms during the harvest even before you begin your attack while your plants are ripening like grapes the lord will cut off your new growth with pruning shears he will snip off the dis the discard of your spreading branches your mighty army will be left dead in the field for the mountain vultures and the wild animals the vultures will tear at the corpse all summer the wild animals will gnaw at the bones all winter at that time the lord of heaven's armies will receive gifts from this land divided by rivers from this tall smooth-skinned people who are feared far and wide from their conquest and destruction they will bring gifts to jerusalem where the lord of heaven's armies dwells family this just takes it back to it's gonna be a good and terrible day of the lord and that's why i keep telling you even though you feel like the heat is going up they keep on turning the furnace up you have to trust in god do not trust in man but trust in god with all your heart family trust him trust him he sees the plans that the enemies is making against you. Even though you feel the weapons, you see the weapons are forming, but they shall not prosper. But he's teaching you how to trust them. He's teaching you how to trust. Yes, my word is so. Yes, you will see the weapons form, but by my mighty arm, you shall see that they do not prosper in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what you got to believe. You got to believe by his righty might hand. He shall lift you up in the name of Jesus by the power of God but family we just cannot in this hour sell our birthright you cannot believe the eyes lies of the enemy you have to stay in the word of god hallelujah because the word says it's gonna be a swiftness the lord's come is swift hallelujah swiftly do you know what swiftly is Listen, we can go look it up because it's power in that definition. Happening quickly or promptly, moving or capable of moving at a high speed. Hallelujah. The Lord is going to move mightily and it's going to be swiftly. Hallelujah. He says he will come like a thief in the night. Hallelujah. Like a thief in the night. You got to stay guard. Hallelujah. Because the word of God, let's go to that. Where it says that. Hold on. Hold on, family. Hold on. Okay, fam, let's go to Revelation 16, 15. And it says, Look, I will come as unexpectedly as a thief. 
Blessed are those who are watching for me, who keep their clothing ready so they will not have to walk around naked and ashamed. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is saying that he's coming for a bride without a spot or speckle. He's coming for a bride without a wrinkle in the name of Jesus. And you have to be on guard. Hallelujah. He says, you gotta be on guard. Blessed are those who keep watching for me. Just because the Lord is silent, don't think that his silence means he's not coming. The Lord is coming swiftly. He's coming to act swiftly. Hallelujah. Be on guard. Let's go to Matthew 24 verse 43 real quick in the name of Jesus. And I'm praying that your Bible is open. I'm praying that even if you're riding around listening to me, even if you like to listen to me with your eyes closed while you kick back, I pray that you go open up your Bible and you test the spirit by the spirit of God. Hallelujah. I pray that you don't just listen and then you be like, oh, that's my word for the day. I pray that you take everything back to your father in the name of Jesus and you test the spirit by the spirit. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So let's go to 24 verse 43. And that says. So you too must keep watch for you don't know what the what day your Lord is coming. Understand this, if a homeowner homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit permit his house to be broken into. You must be ready all the time. You also must be ready all the time for the son of man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servants have has done a good job there will be a reward i tell you the truth the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns but what if the servant is evil and thinks my master won't be back for a while and he begins beating the other servants partying and getting drunk the master will return unannounced and unexpected he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him to a place with the hypocrites in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth hallelujah family let's have another moment because this is some truth that needs to be spoken hallelujah because I, i'm feeling i'm sensitive in my spirit is somebody who thinks that the lord is okay with you being in sin you think because the lord is silent that it's okay for you to be in sin hallelujah that maybe the lord wanted this to be this way for a time but let me tell you something the lord never tempts you to sin okay he it, the, jesus said yield us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one that's what the word of god says okay so when you're in sin no he doesn't want you to do it but he allows you to do it because you have the knowledge between good and evil you have the choice between life and death hallelujah that's why your sis keeps telling you to choose a life hallelujah so don't sit there and be like oh all of this is for my testimony yes the lord will use what the enemy 
be meant for your bad, for your good. But that doesn't mean that God wanted you to have the bad. Do you get what I'm saying? He don't want you to have the bad, but he can turn it around for your good. Yes, he's an all-knowing God and he knows that everything that you're going to do. But that doesn't mean that he wanted you to do it. That doesn't mean he wanted you to be in sin. Okay. I hope we got that cleared up in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Father. When you, we, we, you, I, and there's another thing, right? In the last days, the spirit of God, we poured out on all flesh. It says that in Joel chapter two, let's go to Joel chapter two real quick. Hold on. It's, let's go to verse 28. I will pour my spirit out upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions. In those days, I will pour out on my, my spirit, even on servants, men and women alike. Hallelujah. So that's another thing, right? Because it's a misconception that the Lord, like that women we're supposed to be quiet and the, and, the, and the Lord can't use a woman. But why does the word of God say that in those days I will pour out my spirit even on servants, men and women alike? Hallelujah. He says even on servants. Hallelujah. So if the if, so a woman is not used to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. A glory be to God. You know, I'm just asking. And I will cause wonders in the heavens and on the earth. Hallelujah. Blood and fire columns of smoke. The sun will be dark and the moon will turn blood red before the great and terrible day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Family, call on your father's name. In Jesus name. So you shall be saved because it's going to happen swiftly. It's a swift move of God. When God shows up, I know y'all, some of y'all probably heard that song where he said real gangsters move in silence. We talked about this before. The Lord moves in silence. The devil likes to pull up with all this rah, rah, rah. The devil likes to pull up like that. But Jesus pull up like a real gangster. He pull up in silence. Jesus don't be all out like, yeah, this is what I'm about to do. No, he'll show you, but he'll show you. And you gotta, you gotta watch him. Because the way he moves is so above us. The way he moves is so above us. Hold on, family. Y'all hear that ringing? Somebody trying to call into the Within Beauty, Within Her Beauty platform live. Hold on. It's my nephew. He gonna have to wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, cause I'll call him back in a minute. <laughs> The Lord, the Lord will let him know that I was recording. But um, he probably begging for something. Because, you know, that's the, that's the one that only called me when he wants something. So, <laughs> we go ahead. it ain't an emergency family. Don't worry. But, um, he done threw me off. Father, give me the words, big. 
Yes, he just telling me I'm he coming swiftly and he moving like a real gangster. Jesus, he telling you it'd be so subtle. And then one day he like we got the whole word of God, the word of God is like your whole life. You need that to, to live. And if you don't want to do that, all right, then you're not going to be able to read the te- the time, the times that we're in. You're not going to be able to decipher what season this is. You need the word of God so you can know it family because he pulling up swiftly. Even if you do open your Bible up every day, you still got to keep watch because he moving swiftly. Okay. Swift. I'm praying that you just stay right side by side with the Lord. This is not times to go astray, family. This is time to be one with our creator. Hallelujah. Because every person that calls on the Lord shall be saved in the name of Jesus. So, family. Okay, I had to pause because, you know, I like to submit to the Lord. I mean, I, even if I don't say it out loud, I'll be thinking in my head, like, Lord, is there anything else you need me to say? And I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But family, I love you I pray abundance of wisdom and knowledge and understanding over you. I pray that you are, are just staying and dwelling in your secret place in the shelter of the Most High. In Jesus' name. And I will talk to y'all very soon. Bye.